Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Pet Food Alpha. We are the podcast bringing you the biscuit on all the latest Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. My name is Steak, and Fusion X is not with me tonight. Fusion X has come down ill, and um, apparently he got a, a flu shot and then got totally sick, so he will not be joining me. So, normally, uh, if that was the case, I would be all alone to do the show with you. But, joining me today, I have uh, Bursty, who joins us from the Ragnarok server. Say hello, Bursty. Hey, everybody. Now, Bursty did put in a host application. Um, We didn't do an interview with Bursty, though. So, this week is going to be kind of like a, instead of an interview, we're going to kind of do a trial by fire with Bursty, and he's going to play the role of Fusion X. So. The protagonist with anger. Thank you very much for joining me, because I think it would be very boring if I did it by myself. That's ah, no problem. Right. I just happened to be hanging out in chat, and Fuse sent me an invite to come and host the show with you. <laughs> Sevo! Oh, that was that was a burn. I don't think I've ever had a burn like that from Sevo. Sevo says, yeah, my mom got the fusion virus. That was a burn. What That's funny. Think? What do you think? <laughs> now, now, fusion is not joining us on the show, but he is, uh, he is listening to us live, and he is in the chat, and... Uh, uh, he wants me to say oh, A. Okay, yeah, I, okay, fine, fine. I missed, I missed a reference there, but that, that's okay. Um, so he is listening to the show, and he is on the sidelines. And if he has any any comments, um, he will address them there. So on with the show. Uh, this week we actually had quite a bit of news. Actually, shortly it's exciting. I know. Last week, the Bert and Ernie show. Uh, shortly <laughs> after we posted that show, show we got the uh, the Buffalo Blazing Buffaloes event notification, and uh, so coming soon to uh, a Vanadil near you, we're going to have the Buffalo event once again, um, and pretty much it's the same Buffalo event that we've had in the past. Nothing more. Nothing. Is there anything surprising about that? That's my question to you. Not really. It started on September... Oh, it starts tomorrow, actually, rather. Yeah. Uh, September 20th, and we'll go until October 4th. And uh, if you want to participate in those events, you can uh, hit up West, West Ron, North Gusta, and West Saruta. And, uh... You can chase them around. Hit up them buffaloes. You can herd them. You, you know what? It was fun uh, the first time. It really was. That I remember it. the first time they had it, I was looking around, kind of just wondering what the hell they were doing. I think I was like leveling a lobby job or something like that, and then all of a sudden these buffaloes just go raging past me. And I was like, um, is there a glitch? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't usually uh, pay attention to many of the events unless it's like the uh, the Halloween events. I remember, like, like doing that event and, like, the buffalo would, like, kick you and then, like, you'd get warped to some place. It was, it was, <laughs> it was weird. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was that was very fun. And you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, a lot of these events were really fun the first time that you did it. Am I Always right? Always on the first time. 
the first I think Easter Easter was probably my favorite event the first year it was ever out because I remember that everybody would get the eggs and they'd put them up in their bazaar and it was basically like your one shot chance to make gill yeah. to last you for the entire year and you could sell your eggs for like 50k 70k 100k yeah yeah that was fun 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 now these events just seem so tired redundant and I get <laughs> the fact that you know for the Halloween event for example you know if players missed previous years or you know for example if this is the first year that you've ever done it you want to try to get some of the items that you could get in the past and so they're they're there for you to get but it seems like it's just so repetitive at this point that I'm just like I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do that I think the only thing people are anticipating the Halloween event for this year is uh, the fact they can get a, a pole arm out of it mm-hmm. that's equipable by any job. That way they you can use the uh, what is it? They can weapon skill. It's uh, the pitchfork. Oh yeah, yeah. That that they've had yeah. in the past. Yeah, they get the pitchfork and then you can use it in Abyssia. Yeah. For, for proc and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's that's a good point. That is a very good. Or I guess you could get the uh, the other nice item. I I think still has good value is the uh, the trick staff too. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Um, and actually, a, to, a testament to the dev team, they have added some new items over the years, like furniture events, which I know Fusion is, you know, all always <laughs> amped about, <laughs> you know. But, you know, for the most part, the event is like the same over and over again. But Yeah, I noticed even like in the last couple of years with the Summerfest, they, they pretty much just add like, another yukata and they just change the color and make a new firework and that's pretty much the new item mm-hmm. i think this year's were green or something i saw somebody wearing one today nice i wondered where it came from Woo wee! we got a lot more news ladies and gents so that's the uh the buffalo event so that'll be pretty cool as always digging the artwork for the uh for the event stuff that they put up there it's good stuff yes Let's see, what else do we have here? Also this week was announced the Vanicon Anniversary 11-11-11 event. And that is going to take place uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this up. event is going to be uh, in Japan only. And um, it's basically going to be a music concert featuring songs from Final Fantasy XI, including the original soundtrack. As, as well as expansions and add-on content. So that'll be kind of cool, because we have heard orchestrated versions of some of this stuff in 11, but uh, this should be awesome. I'm kind of salty, because I would like to think that there'd be a CD that I could buy Yeah. for this. Um, the orchestra is going to be conducted by Masahiko Enkouji, uh, who previously was involved with the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra, which should be pretty cool. Um, they're going to do like a... Not that it matters for any of us, because we're not in Japan, but they're going to do like a kind of a lottery kind of deal where they uh, where they pick folks to get tickets, and they're going to do like a registration, and you have to have like a, a, a current 11 account, and you have to have been playing for a certain amount of time as well. Another bonus for this event is that 
Uh, if you get to participate, you get um, an in-game item. Oh, of course. <laughs> According to what we can tell so far, um, there is a Maestro's Baton in the Dats. It's a level 1 club. Um, and it has a, a costume um, enhancement. And it also has a musical note animation attached to it, which probably activates when striking enemies. Similar to the Moogle Rod, where you hear the... When you, when you when you hit something, hit stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a second Mandragora Club, or Mandragora Club, in the Dad Files, with similar stats. However, the appearance is a little bit different. Perhaps this will be made available to players outside of Japan at some point in the future. We can always hope. We can always hope. We can always hope. Who knows um, if they'll actually uh, come through with anything first, though. This, it kind of sucks that this is, like, Japan only, because uh, this would be totally something that I would dig to, to be a part of. Yeah. I, I would love to see that show. Well, in the past, they've done, uh, like, concerts and stuff on the stateside, haven't they? You've been uh, to one, haven't you? Yeah, they did. Well, the Distant Worlds concert's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, because they, they kind of go all over the world with that thing. Um, yeah. But, um, the, uh, this well, is there an Indian item for going to it? No, no, uh, no. Well, uh, the item was I got to be in the same room with, uh, you know, uh, um, Umatsu. So that was like, <laughs> look, at, it's him, it's him. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would love to see this specifically because, you know, I've always loved the, the music from Eleven. And, uh, you know, it, uh, um, Distant Worlds is great, but there's all kinds of music that's involved with that. You know, it's not just Eleven. So to be able to hear orchestrated works from just eleven, oh man, that would be so awesome! Oh, so awesome! I think the pro- I would probably enjoy most. I think the COP music that stuff's still my favorite. I think out of all the game, yeah, totally awesome. So that's essentially that for the concert. Um, we'll hear more about that. In, in a bit. I, I, again, I would love to see a CD that I can buy that has the content from this concert on it. You gotta wonder why they wouldn't want to do something like that too anyways, because it's pretty much money in their pocket if they go and produce something like that mm-hmm. for people oh, on the state oh, side. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, with technology the way it is nowadays, I'm pretty sure they could just Plug in some kind of recorder to the soundboard. Even if it wasn't a CD, just pop it up on iTunes, man. I would totally pick that up, man. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the in-game item wouldn't be that bad, too, to get with it, right? Yeah, that'd be be, be fun. Well, even... even I always wonder why they don't... I always wonder why they don't bring back... Go ahead. I always wonder why they don't bring back a lot of the in-game item, like, exclusive things they had, like, um, like the title talisman. Yeah, yeah. Why why they wouldn't sell something like that again? I'm sure if they, they opened it up for another round of people buying it, I'm sure they would probably sell and make money on it like they did I don't before. Know, man. What would you use it for now? Like I mean the title talisman was just it doesn't seem like it'd be as useful today as it was back then. I mean Well I know that uh when when I was doing Ein Harrier a lot back with the mm-hmm. Link Shell, it was always really handy to have a couple people in the Link Shell oh, with yeah. the title talisman. Yeah, but I don't even know. Even now, I just, uh, I do on Harry, I think, usually go at least once or twice a week. And, still? uh, yeah, still oh. trying to. 
awesome. we're working on mythic weapons in my ls so it ends up being one of like the little things that we kind of do every week i try and get on at least a couple days a week to do it so we just did odin on sunday oh with, yeah uh, how did that go we actually we beat it but the drops were really crappy Ooh. we had 12 people and we beat um odin with basically like we had two paladins with uh o chains mm-hmm. and they pretty much just stood there and whacked away at odin while we just kind of ran in and ran out with doing damage so it actually went pretty smoothly surprisingly nice yeah. Oh, Noshmau. Speaking of music and Noshmau, I have always wanted DJ Playschool to do a remake of the Noshmau theme because that is like a really cool track to me. <laughs> just uh, throwing it out there, eh? Yeah, just throwing it out there. DJ Playschool, I'm calling you out. He's got a request for the DJ. You better make it. I don't know if you still listen to PFA or not, (laughs) but I've always wanted to hear that. Okay. Nashmau is kind of like my friends in my link shell always used to call Nashmau the Canada of FFXI. Ah! It is kind of a pain to get to. (laughs) It's a pain to get to. It's in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Let me see your passports, eh? (laughs) And, uh, no, the funniest part was the one uh, girl who used to run our link shell, um, Bethany, she used to uh, always make fun of the quick earns because they have those uh, little like bags on the side of their, their hips and stuff. Right. And she used to say they look like bags of milk. Bags of milk? <laughs> but they must be from Canada because they have bagged milk. Bagged milk? Can milk even come in a bag? Yeah, we, we, uh, we take pride in, in the fact we have milk in bags in Canada. What's the um, benefit of? <laughs> I don't know, really. Bagged I, I've, milk. I've always known it to be in a bag. That's all. Like <laughs> in my house, we've got this little—it's uh, like a plastic kind of container—and you take the bag of milk and you put it in it, and then you cut the corner of the bag and see. You pour in, the the, milk. in the states, if you're drinking something from a bag, you're a wino. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and actually. Um, Within the last like year or so, they just started selling chocolate milk in the bag too. So mm. you can get all kinds of bagged milk. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Moving on, we've got more news and more news and more news. Next is the big one, obviously. The version update came out this week. Yep. So let's talk about the version update. Um, first of all, Void Watch changes. They, uh, uh, and things stuff. to Void Watch. Refine some things to Void Watch. I'm gonna read it. Juno region, Xylart region. Yes. Basically, what you're looking at is tier two, the second chapter. So, um, what it sounds like needed to have done, if you haven't already. I don't like. Do you think many people are doing Void Watch out there? I don't know. I don't really know that they are, dude. Like. Like of the of the responses that we get from people, there aren't a lot of people going, "Yeah, totally, Void Watch, woo!" You know, N- nothing my, like my uh, my little event link shell that we used to be pretty much like exclusively a Abyssia link shell. Mm-hmm. We started doing it about I'd say three or four months ago, and uh, like right after the first sort of tier came out, and um, we've been doing probably each zone boss. I'd say at least once a week and we probably go for like four hour stints each time we do it. 
Okay. And um, honestly, like, it's kind of fun. It's a little bit different, but okay. like Abyssia, all in the same. And uh, the worst part about the whole thing is the drop system. Right. Well, that's the thing that I'm getting too. It's like, yeah, it's okay, but the drops kind of suck. So, is it really worth it? Well, I mean, like, like for example. Um, Void Rot, that's the tier 4 from uh, Winders, I think it is. Okay. And uh, it's basically like a gigantic iron giant, but looks okay. like it's got blue uh, blue flames on it. So, that's the one that drops the body piece that uh, most of the melee are interested in, because it's pretty much equipable by War, Sam, Durg, etc, etc. And, um, I mean, the drop rate on that body is just horrendous. Ugh. Like, is it worth probably... getting, though? Like... Oh, absolutely. It's got awesome stats on it. Okay. And uh, with getting the HQ ones that are rare X, right. they have a sphere effect on them. A which sphere makes them, effect? Yeah, which makes it like beneficial to have with people who are like in the immediate vicinity of you because they get the benefit of the sphere, right? Okay, cool. So it might be something like, say, if you're in the sphere, you get like critical hit plus 2% or something like that. I think that's what it is for the... That's uh, nifty. The, the Max Arts. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, like they have some pretty cool stats to them but the fact that they're so impossible to get like like i said we've been doing it for about four months and there's one person in rls who gets say for example like the void rot it drops it with something called a strendu ring and it's good for mages but the one guy in our ls who's had like four or five ring drops doesn't have a mage job <laughs> so he keeps just tossing the ring like it's it's just brutal like it just makes you pound your head against a wall is when you pour so many hours into do something, it'd be nice if, you know, if you get an item once, it's like it won't drop into your treasure pool again, maybe. Right. You get it the next drop again, and the next drop again, so it's just a little bit too uh, too random for my liking, but uh, I guess with the update, they're introducing the second chapter, so if you're into the Void Watch, you're going to get to go out and uh, have some new zones, some new mobs. Looks yeah, like they're there's adding some cool mobs there. Like I'm looking yeah, at that top like Cactuar, you know, and he's like yeah. doing the whole, you know, thousand needle thing, and then the ninja's like, "Oh my face," you know, like. <laughs> and then it looks like they've got a, a warrior fighting uh, another Celano type mob, one of those angel type mobs up yeah. in. Uh, looks like Sky, actually. It does look like Sky. It looks like he's looks cleaving bad. it. And that one uh, that looks like a scorpion, I guess, if that's what you want to call it, standing up on its front legs. That uh, that looks like uh, Qfum. Yeah, it does look like Qfum. It's it looks like a praying mantis kind of a thing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Hmm. And then mm. uh, the Turl mob, I'd like to say that looks like something. Looks like Walk like... of Echoes. Yeah, looks like it's somewhere special. Walk of Echoes battlefield adjustments. That's what that is. Yep, that is Walk of. And then we got another lull turtle. <laughs> Raffle Turtle. Oh man, there's so much that's changed. That's changed. Um, new upper tier walks have been added. Uh, the cutscene for when receiving Koopa Freed's medallion is now only displayed the first time, so you Thanks, don't have to go SC. through that anymore. Difficulty adjustments. All PCs in a single battlefield will now form an allied group similar to campaign battles. Cool. The spawn delay for subsequent waves of monsters in each walk has been reduced. Yeah. The link of enmity system has been revised, 
and characters who remain KO'd for 30 seconds will now automatically receive a raise effect. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, we talked about this a few weeks ago about um, all these changes. Like, these are these are changes we knew were coming. We were yeah, a lot of the stuff people kind of knew about in advance, just either because of the official forums or because right. uh, they've been playing on the test server. We were kind of debating whether that that ra- that raise thing is useful or not useful or too easy or whatever. Well, then there's the other question that you asked: Are people playing Walk of Echoes? Yeah, I don't. I think so. I, I, I think I it's think probably doing at par with the people that are playing Void Watch. I can't like I don't know anybody like in in my LS. There used to be people who would do Walk of Echoes every week, but it was only to make the. Uh, what are they called? The uh, knockoff Empyrean weapons. Uh-huh. And then they realized very quickly how easy Empyrean weapons were to make, so they pretty much dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's just make the real thing instead. Okay, let's see what else do we have. We've got uh, maps for Dynamis. Woo! About uh, time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can buy maps. You can buy maps for Dynamis. Let's see here. And yeah, some of these others we kind of we we kind of discussed already with these other changes that they made. Uh, yeah. So in a nutshell, all of the other Abyssia zones that haven't been changed yet, they're now changed. So you can use the. Uh, prismatic hourglasses instead of having to use a timeless hourglass. Yeah. No more 500k. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Grounds of Valor adjustments. We've got Boyata, Coracola, Kuftal, Veluganon, the Shrine of Avatau, Ifrit's Cauldron, Gustav Tunnel, and Labyrinth of Anzozo. Four grounds of valor now, and you also have treasure caskets in these areas. So, not sure who's doing that or why you would go, you know, way out to Ifrit's Cauldron to do that. We kind of discussed that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go way out to Ifrit's Cauldron. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, you want to make an EXP party? Let's go to Ifrit's Cauldron. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Pretty sure the crickets would be playing in the background there. And you'd be the only person there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, now you can set training re- regimes to automatically repeat upon completion. See, what, now, my question is, if they like doing stuff like that, why not do that in Abyssia? I know. This, didn't no. they say it would be too hard to do that with, <laughs> like, Dominion Ops? I mean, come on. If you think I, about it, if they did that, you could have people who would just show up in alliances and they'd just go AFK for hours. Yeah, that's true. They'd just show up in a couple hours and be like, oh, look, I'm 95. But really, the what's the difference between... What's the difference between Grounds of Valor and Dominion Ops, really? Like, you could get a whole party of people together and you could have someone go AFK forever if they have it automatically repeating... I think there's link shells on my server that actually sell those spots. Really? For yeah. For Dominion Ops or for Grounds of Valor? For, for both. Really? They just do like uh, what are they? They do like mass alliance EXP parties, and they just murk out the leech spots 
That's what they call them. They charge people like 120k an hour. Mm -hmm. And basically they let you just uh, park your character and go play Madden or something. <laughs> trial of the Magians adjustments. Uh, new trials have been added. Okay, moving on. Okay. Besieged adjustments. Rewards for receiving the Astro Candescence or Archaic Mirrors and for freeing hostages have been increased. How relevant is that, really? I mean, like, how? what are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about here? We, you know, like, I think it would be have to be pretty dramatic. At yeah. Point to really... Well, I can tell you that um, I did Besieged once after the last update, where they increased all the stats and, you know, increased basically what you could get out of it. And, um, I mean, the nice thing I found, because we're working on Mythics, is you end up getting more Imperial standing out of it, but that's pretty much the only thing people are doing it for. Yeah. So, I mean, if they say they're uh, increasing the rewards, what are they giving you? More EXP? Yeah, I know, exactly. Or are you getting more, like... <laughs> more notes? Imperial standing? Yeah, Imperial yeah. standing, like... Thanks. <laughs> G, G, I'm gonna go save some hostages. Yeah, I guess I can go and... Uh, turn that into more coins i don't know maybe it's just like small stuff as they get ready for doing some of the other stuff because we kind of know um just from following in the forums that they they're going to eventually be getting to znms and and all that other at ergon type stuff soon mm -hmm. so oh yeah but I forgot to mention the level cap is now 95 yeah and in uh it, it to congruent to that, the level cap for adventuring fellows has been increased from 85 to 90, and there is a new quest that you can do to unlock those levels. Good times. It's an epic quest. Is it? <laughs> do you know yeah. what? What do you do? What do you have to do? Well, I did it in about five minutes. Okay. Notice I said about, not a boot. No, that I was very I'd throw that out there. Yeah, but you said oot. But oot. anyways, keep going. Yeah, so um, anyways, what I had to do was I was, you, you know, where do you go first? You go to Matt, you go talk to the Moogle. And he basically told me you need to have a kindred crest, 10 merits, and a random item is from what I've heard. And this random item is typically something that's either rare X or not purchasable on the auction house. So you do actually have to go out and farm it. So I uh, I ended up getting Damel Saliva. Woo! Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the level cap quest. Yeah. Um, I was I thought you were talking, talking about, about the, adventuring the, the adventuring fellow quest. I was like, oh. man, that sounds a lot like the actual quest quest. Yeah, that's the quest quest. Okay. My bad. That's cool. So yeah, anyways, you farm up the items, you trade it to the guy, and then you gotta try and make a uh, chocobo egg by mashing the enter button. And that's pretty much the quest. Gripping. Yeah. Alright, so it says players may now use the teleport service to teleport to any outpost for which they have completed a supply mission, regardless of their current nation affiliation. So now, I guess... Uh, if you've done it before, regardless of what nation you did it under, you can now teleport or OP warp to that location, to any of the locations where you've where you have done those. See, that's kind of unexpected that, that was they like did that. <laughs> but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah, because I transferred to Winders um, a while back when Abyssia had come out just so I could get like some of the other nation Atmas. Because I think Winders has a, a refresh Atma, right? Mm-hmm. And I lost all my all my ports, and I, <laughs> I really oh. have, like, I've loathed being Windersian. Wow. Windersd is where it's at, dude. Yeah, I've always been Bastoken, though. I liked Bastok with my Galkas, my slaves. Bastok <laughs> is like most icely. Yeah, it really it's is. It's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> Since the Synergy <laughs> Engineer and Furnace, formerly located in Bastok Markets H8, have been relocated to Bastok Markets I10. That's why, tragic. Why Someone's they really <laughs> sad about why? that? <laughs> why? <laughs> Somebody who is a synergy engineer is going to be very angry about that. What? <laughs> what? I'm just saying. Someone's going to be mad. Uh, players may now use Imperial Standing to access Runic Portals. Nifty. New quest related to Quicksand Caves Door has been added. Quicksand Caves Door has been added. I think we briefly talked about that too. Like, if you do the quest, you can go through the door without having to do the annoyance of figuring out which switches to press. Yeah. Not sure that you go down there often enough to make that worth it or not, but hey, I'm sure there's someone well, out there who's like, yeah! If I'm sure if they're doing anything like they did with, uh, like, the Windershin, um, the Three Mage Gate... Mm-hmm. If they did something like that, where, like, you know, once you've completed this quest, you'd basically just walk up to the door and right, you can yeah. open it. Essentially, like, that'd that's be nice. what it is. Essentially, I yeah. think that's what it is. And I think one of the reasons why they have to do something like that is because, like, let's say you have to go down there. You need to be like, hey, guys, Tier Link Shell. Hey, guys, I need some people <laughs> to come down here and help me open this thing up. Can you guys help me? And, and everyone says no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See this next one. I know there's a guy in my link shell who I think would really be appreciative of this because okay. that's all he does for gil. The monster bite rate when fishing in Abyssia Lathine has been adjusted. Positively or negatively? It doesn't specify. Okay. But I know that if it's positively, my my friend in, in the game would be pretty happy because that's how he's making his gil for his relic. And if it's negatively, well, he's probably going to hate he fish. <laughs> what is he trying to fish there? He's like, fishing up um, just, I, what is it? Some kind of fish. He pulls it up and then he just sells it to the auction house. And I think he gets like 10k a fish or something like that. Yeah. Or not the auction house, just like a vendor. Oh, okay. That ain't not bad. Yeah. He gets like, I think, a stack yeah. an hour, I think he said. So he tur- he basically turns it into currency afterwards. Uh, another thing that we previously talked about was the new the battlefield, well, new, quote unquote, new battle BCNM battlefields. The battlefields aren't new; it's the fights that are new. Yep. So, yeah, there are four new ones. New uh, drops, new fun things to make gil with. Mm-hmm. Um, there is. Another fight with something called a Zelos Orb. It will cost you 30 kindred crests. And you can either go to the Boneyard Gully or the Bear Claw Pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And there's two different fights. See, I wish they would actually talk about the drops. I know. That would be in these zones? Nah. 
course no. not. Yeah, they want people to you know waste their crests first before they figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> More I always had the worst luck with BCNMs. Um, BCNMs, yes, I saw, I, I've had bad luck with BCNMs. NMs, just like free free roaming NMs, I've had amazing luck with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, I used to do like under obs with friends, like mm-hmm. you know, just get a couple people, and you'd go and try and get you know phalanx, right, or uh, semi knee. You know, whatever you could get, basically. All of them are pretty good items for sale, right? Did you guys and fail a lot of that? No, we'd always do fine. It was just that I never got any drops. Everybody else oh, did. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, I got phalanx. We, I'm now rich. We used rich. to be in an all-pet all shell, and we used to go down there. You can trio that really easily. Oh, yeah, because of the beast. The beast masters. Wait, how I only many, ever people, had how many people can go in there? Is it only three? It's only three. Yeah, I thought so. In the original ones, anyways. You can duo that very easily with a beast. It's very easy. Yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. See, we used to do just, like, the two ninjas and a red mage kite. And the red mage kite's the big one, and the two ninjas basically just use their ninjutsu skill to take down the other two. We would just do one... We would just take, pick a night and do under observation, like, all night long. And, like, one time my wife came with me, and she got a peacock charm just, like, coming one time. It was like, what? Come on. Back it when like it was three, worth, you know, it was like, like three mil, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a. It was hot. It was hot. Okay, uh, we previously spoke about the job changes, so I don't think we need to go into too much detail about that um, because we pretty thoroughly went over that. The Beastmasters will be getting tigers and slugs. That wasn't very clear before. Yeah. Um, Nothing else that was really that new with the job changes. Yeah, they pretty much posted all this stuff a couple weeks ago in advance. Especially, too, with the test server, most people kind of knew what to expect. So, mm-hmm. With the changes to the um, uh, Grounds of Valor, they're also changing the level and placement of certain monsters in those areas that we mentioned previously. Um so that should be fun, huh? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. New- I was always a big fan of, um, when I switched to Winders, I had to go run through East Harutadu Ruins, or Outer Harutadu Ruins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was right after they changed the level of the mobs in there. So I was running through, and I just figured, you know, no problem, right? Should just be able to walk through here. These mobs are probably, like, level 5. And then all of a sudden, I get smacked by a... What are they called? Those blobs. This, uh, about fistules. The, the fistules? Small, yeah, the small fistule. Anyway, he attacked me, and he wiped me out. He killed me. <laughs> mm. I was like, what the hell? Fail, Essie. Fail. So hopefully, uh, if they are going to adjust the level of mobs, they do it in a matter where they don't hurt people who are doing low quests. A couple of little, just, you know adjustments to different mobs and stuff like that. I don't don't want to go into details about everything here. Um, Got some new uh, equipment here. Yeah. Uh, We kind of saw some of this stuff coming. Um, And uh, big surprise, it is reskinned versions of the equipment they just added for Voidwatch. Nice. 
Yeah. Wait, that's a surprise? Or it's supposed to be a surprise? I guess I didn't paste that with as much sarcasm as you usually has. Ha! Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. That's so, nice. anyways, if you if you think it looks cool, it does, but it's the same as the Void Watch stuff that just came out a few months ago. So. Blah, 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 blah. Trying to think of any... Some of this stuff, another, again, we already talked about. Yeah. Stack sizes changing. List of undeliverable items updated. We knew that was coming. The graphic for the item Ibisu Fishing Rod has changed. There's probably about two or three people that care about that. Yes. Oh, uh, Smoldering Lamp. This is something that's good for those people out there still doing on Harriar. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 180k down to 60k gil. Mm. But uh, the one thing that kind of surprises me is that they're still holding it to the uh, the three day wait between uh, between runs. Yeah, they don't want you to farm Odin. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, if you think about it, even if they reduced it down to say 24 hours, it's still going to okay. take you 12 days to get it. Mm-hmm. You gotta have all twelve feathers, right? Or nine feathers, sorry. Nine days. For those blue nine. mages out there, finally, there's really nothing else. I don't think that's really worth going into too much detail about. The list for blue magic spells can now be sorted by elemental type. <laughs> but did they manage to list the actual blue mage spells for the update? Ah, uh, did they? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. They typically don't. Small, small time rage maneuver for fusion right there. Because I know he's been, it's been bitter, man. They haven't posted that ever. Unbridled knowledge allows access to additional blue magic spells. <laughs> what are those spells? And a bunch of issues that have been corrected. And that, ladies and gentlemen is your version update. Woo! Yeah! Awesome. Okay, so last week, we were discussing changes that we were going to make to the player achievement system and try to make an easier way of doing this so that um, if we forgot to post the player achievements thread... Um, you could go in and do it anyway. So what we came up, what Fusion came up with, I, I, I don't want to say we because it was totally Fusion idea, Fusion's idea. We opened up a, a forum thread here called Bragging Rights. And what Bragging Rights is is an opportunity to uh, put in your player achievements every week. And what we'll do is we'll just kind of take a look at the re- week and see who did what and read them off for the week. So now... Player achievements is bragging rights. Okay. Who's got something to brag about? Yeah, we got Seaver. Says just finished Wings of the Goddess. That's that's pretty damn impressive, actually. Yeah, I'd like to finish Wings of the Goddess. I'm impressed with that. I haven't. I haven't even. I think I haven't even gotten past kites yet. Nice. Blue Beast says I could never achieve anything, so this is my fail. Number one, sat at 
uh, was it Briarius? Briarius. First rule podcast. Shouting for Windurst until I got kicked out. Oh, you're shouting for a win. Shouting for win. What does that mean? Until they got kicked. Oh, because Briarius, um, with Abyssia, you gotta have the zone bosses cleared, right? Mm -hmm. To get all the Atmos. So I guess he was trying to get somebody to kill it for him. Oh. So he sat there shouting for a win, and then he got kicked out. That's that's surprising, actually. Because usually there's people shouting all the time for it, because they need that for um, the most popular Imperium in the game, Kanagi. Nice. Everybody needs Briarius. VVVVV says, Finished <laughs> Rise of the Xylart. Woot. Grads. Rise of the Xylart. Bursty. I guess that's... Some yeah, who is that guy? Some... Oh, I like the SIG, by the way. Lol, Canada. Ha! Did you... Yeah, see? That, yeah. Girl, that girl that liked the bags of milk, she uh, she did a little SIG. She that for oh, me. Oh, Canada. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I have a question for you. Have you ever been to a hockey game? I... What is hockey? That's the correct response. Yeah. Um, I have never been to a hockey game. I don't believe. I was because I know in, in Canada when we have hockey games up here, we ha we play both anthems, the U.S. and the Canadian. Oh, do you really? I was just curious if it's the same on your end of the border. Oh. No, or I don't know. I really one. don't know. I will get back to you on that. Uh, or if anybody in the chat knows, maybe someone in the chat knows. Do they know that? Do they? Know, do you, anybody know if they play the uh, the Low Canada anthem? Nobody knows. More from the and chat Sabo coming Cabo, soon. Yeah. Sabo Cabo doesn't care. They do. They do. Oh, Canada. Our true and native land. Oh, only if they play a Canadian team, though. Oh. That, make, that makes sense, <laughs> If they don't, we go, Welp. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Aren't most of the players in the NHL... A lot of them are Canadian. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Or from Canada. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bursty's epically long um, bragging rights. Tired of all, you know what? I'm gonna save this because you can do in game and you can do that for in game. I can just read it for in game. You can. Okay, moving on. Tangarther says, My achievement for today will be downloading the update. I have to give Bursty an A plus for linguistic prowess. Good job. Toboy says, Completed level 90 Masamune, completed level 80 and 85 Armageddon. Beat Wings of the Goddess missions and got the attack four regain one earring. Finished full plus two Monk Thief and Derg. Obtained Black Belt and a pair of Taurine Sesti. Wow. Oh boy, you are a beast. Farmed a Light Gorget and Belt. Pet burned Vertra a few times. Obtained all three Tier 4 Void Watch Pops. Uh, KI and the uh, Atmosites. Atmosites for Devotion. Persistence, Eminence, Onslaught, Incursion, exhort Exhortation, Destruction, and Discipline. Also obtained the peri Periapts. 
very apt, I think. Very yeah. apt. Very readiness. apt. Intensity. Readiness. Yeah. Dusky readiness, intensity, concentration, exploration, percipience, <laughs> guidance. <laughs> these are made up words emergence <laughs> level smithing from 25 to 55 wow how long did that take yeah this guy didn't 25. do this in a day this is like is this since like january or something this is like, <laughs> this is like since last year uh obtained serpentine boots and gloves shout shout out to uh chris chrysalis Sam- Samones, morpheus Pierced Darkness and Zan. Zan. Yeah, there's no way that was done in a week. <laughs> Dude, smithing 25 to 55, that that would take forever. Yeah, that would probably take at least uh, three months or more. Dang, four months. Holy smoke. Even like the two uh, Empyreans he did would take at least a couple weeks. <laughs> Just a couple weeks, though. I mean, unless they've made crafting that much easier to level. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Has anybody... I think they I think they did, or they did do... Uh, an, they changed it. I know that did that. Easier? Yeah. They tried to make it so that people can at least level a little bit quicker, but or at least the maximums have changed or something like that, but... Craziness. Has anybody in the chat tried leveling a craft lately to know how fast it is? Holy moly. No chat crafters. Because nobody crafts. Not anymore. Why do they need to? That's true. You don't even really need money that much anymore in this game. No. You know, like, well, just in doing Void Watch with all the junk you get from each treasure box that you open. Yeah. Uh, you usually... Like in a night, in a run, you usually pull in about 100k in junk. You're just not spending money like you used. There's nothing to spend. There's nothing to spend it on. It's kind of uh, kind of dismal. Everything that's decent right now is Abyssia. Okay, so now we move on into in-game. Um, I did not play this week. I have been playing another game though. I'll talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally have, and uh, so but I'll talk about that in a minute. Since uh, since you've got an epic achievement here, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? Whoa, it's epic achievement. It's actually from uh, a couple weeks, anyways, because I haven't written one in a while. But uh, we've been uh, been working on like a little mythic set that we actually started uh, probably about four months ago, and um, a few nights a week we go and do uh, assaults. And uh, probably about a month ago, we got our captain rank. Okay. And then we uh, started doing copious amounts of Nizel farming runs, where you basically just jump into floor 95 and... Uh, right, try and hit get... The flo- yeah, you basically just go as far as you can until you run out of time. So we were getting actually up to about floor 6 or 7, and you actually surprisingly get about 4 to 5k tokens, if depending really? on if you have the armband or not. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're somebody who who was thinking about a Mythic and you thought it was impossible, it's actually a lot of the little legwork that used to be hard is not as hard anymore. And especially since, uh, from what I've heard from people, it sounds like they might change the, uh, the tag system for um, assaults to like a 12-hour tag. You could probably knock off a lot of that in like a month or so. so. Huh. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're 
kind of just ticking away right now on the uh, the Ein Harrier Icker stuff. Like I said in the in the achievement time post, we're uh, we're pretty much at sixty two thousand right now of a hundred thousand for our set. So all of us are pretty well. We're getting there. We're more than halfway there now. So mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, what you know about Nizel haters? Yeah, what you know about Nizel? And then we made some tier four uh, void watch NMs this week, or in the last few weeks. Like I said, fought that uh, that Dracula type NM, and he's a real pain. <laughs> Dracula. And the fistule that uh, that fusion said that he fought. That's probably one of the worst ones out of all of them. I think. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, been grinding some jobs too. Jumping oh. into Abyssia, trying to get some jobs up to uh, seventy-five to get a mats cap. Oh, I, I, I'm told the mass cap is not as hard to get as it used to be. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, it's actually uh, it, all it takes is a few days and uh, a few cases of beer, mm-hmm. and you can put up with Abyssia for that long. Beer, yeah. But yeah, you know that's awesome. what pretty much what we've been up to. Okay. Lots of uh, lots of the uh, the void watch. Like I said, we've been doing that at least I think like three or four days a week. So trying to get those bodies, but they just don't drop. It's just pitiful. Dude, Nizel, even as it is today, like as popular as it isn't, is still one of my favorite events in the game. It's so easy now. It is so easy now. Like you can totally like. Uh, it's so easy, but it it's still like like just the concept behind it. It's so cool. Like it's like that. It's in past Final Fantasy games. There's always like that tower that you have to climb. That's so annoying. It's like Eleven's version of the Epic Tower, and it's so it it was it's so imaginative. And it, like when it was new content, it was like oh yes, this is so awesome. I wish they, uh, like, I know that they've talked about some of the things that they could do with that Urgen, but I really hope that one of the things, like, one of the things I've heard they'll, they might do is add, like, a basement floors. Yeah. The Nizel. Go, go down. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Just because, uh, I mean, it seems like something that people still generally enjoy, and they wouldn't have to really do much, I don't think, to create that kind of content. And, you know, they could just add more... I guess item sets, or maybe even like allow you to get items to upgrade your regular items from the first hundred floors or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They'll add imagine trials because that's what's cool. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, so I've been. Uh, <clears throat> I mentioned previously that I, I was playing this game called Fiesta. Maybe what I- is this Fiesta game? Fiesta is a free-to-play MMO. It's an RPG. It's kind of cartoony. It's uh, uh, it's kind of crazy. But like, it was just it was kind of funny. Me and my buddy Opie were just like just tooling around YouTube, looking at crazy stuff, and like we saw this video of like these people dancing in this game, and we're like, that looks like a dance game. It looked like a dance game. We're like, let's totally download and play this dance game. But it turned out to be an RPG, like a legit RPG game. So we were just tooling around with it, and it turned out to be a pretty decent, fun game. 
And so you gotta have to explain some stuff about this. Like, I mean, so it's, it's not a, a dancing. Game. Is there like jobs in it? Like, do you right? There are jobs. Job? There's. It's not as. It's not in depth by any means. You know, there's at at the time there are only there's only like three classes you can be, and you could be a or or six classes maybe. You can be like a. You could be like a cleric, you can be a warrior, you can be like a scout or like, you know, like an archer, whatever. Like a ranger kind yeah, of Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's kind of got like the, you know, your your stereotypical MMO it, job. It was very stereotypical, but it had quirky things to it too. Like it was like I, I don't know, I don't know who made that. It it was it's a game that's made um by oh, who are those guys? Uh Outspark. It's one of those Outspark games. It's free to play. But this game was really quirky. Like you could buy you could buy like a like you know like a wooden horse where it's just yeah. like a horse head on a stick. And like you just ride around on it. Like it, it had all kinds of quirky stuff like that. And then like because it's a free to play like a model, you know, you could buy like crazy costumes and stuff and mounts and crazy stuff. So I heard that this that Outspark was creating this new game called Luvinia online, and it was made by Outspark and this Chinese uh, game development company. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I checked out the video. I was like, oh, I'm kind of bored. I got an email saying, hey, check it out. It's an open beta. Come check it out. So I downloaded it and started playing it, and I am totally unimpressed with this no? game. like it's totally there's nothing special about it like it's rpg fetch quests nothing awesome about this game like I, I, and i'm comparing this game to like fiesta thinking wow fiesta was so much cooler than this but fiesta was so lame like i, I, I don't know it's just doing fetch- so you kind of figured the typical thing you know where if it's made by the same producer or the same company, it must right. be a it's, good MMO. It's a, newer, it's a newer game. The video looked kind of impressive, and it looked kind of cool. But So I was like, I'll go check it out. But it's really not. like It wasn't it, impressive at all? Very bland. It was very dry toast. I mean, it was really... Like, at least Fiesta had like all kinds of craziness going on. Where this game is just like not a whole just lot. Just dry. Yeah, it was very. It's very dry. It's very typical MMO, and um, I mean, it's yeah, it's like very anime, just same as Fiesta, but yeah, so it's simple, right? Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah, like it, I don't know, very. <laughs> Fiesta was kind of cool because, like, the music was kind of funky and had, you know... Um, had a cool vibe. Had a cool vibe. And there were, like, really strange-looking monsters and stuff. And you're like, whoa, what the hell is that thing? You know, that's crazy. And um, But this game, not so much. Not not a whole lot going on. So <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. And I spent probably 10 hours playing it just so that I could give it a good... You know, give it a good chance before I said, "Nah, this game is lame." You know, but so have you still? Uh, have you still put time in on fourteen at all? Um, I haven't logged into fourteen in a couple weeks, but um, the last time that I did play fourteen, I did have quite a lot of fun with it. The problem yeah. with fourteen is that it's best when you have like a couple people that you can play with. If you're playing yeah. all by yourself, I mean, it's it still can be fun for you, but 
it's still not as fun as as hooking up with some with some with some homies and and logging in and doing missions or. See, I haven't fired up uh, 14 probably in a few months anyways. I haven't seen the new updates. So, I, I mean, I hear you guys talking about it, Sam, saying that the updates are supposed to be pretty good, but oh, man. I haven't had a chance to jump in and try it. Yeah, this is the 11 show, so we're not going to talk that much about it, but the upcoming updates for 14 are looking pretty robust. Yes. And that's all that I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, I am still looking forward to getting back into 11. Um, well, now you're going to have to because all your jobs are going to be underleveled. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you got to come and get them all to 95 now. It's excessively important. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take you about an hour and a half in Abyssia to do it. I'm not as concerned about the levels of my jobs as I am excited about trying to do Wings of the Goddess through straight with someone. You know what I'm saying? Or like... Yeah. To, to do Ottergon, a finish Ottergon. You know what I mean? Now, when you put that out there, did anybody... Because uh, what server are you on still? I am on Leviathan. So has anybody from Leviathan said, hey, man, I want to do this. Totally. The goddess totally. There's a couple people on Leviathan that are like, yeah, dude, that would be so cool. A couple yeah, because you pretty, you pretty much actually. still need like at least a couple people to go through those missions with you can, right. like even I don't know now with 95 if that'll change any of that but I Dude, think for most two, of the missions grab so far two level, grab two level 90 Beastmasters you can do anything in this game oh yeah that's pretty much true I've watched pretty much uh, I think two Beastmasters in Voidwatch or yeah Voidwatch fights and they can mm-hmm. pretty much duo most things Oh, Until nice. you get to the tier fours, the tier fours you do need to have like a small alliance for, but awesome. but uh, yeah. All right, let's do some emails. We did have a couple of emails actually. I thought that VVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVV
I wonder if he pulled out like a box of candy or, or chocolates to try and bribe them. <laughs> I don't know. If he didn't have any pants on, I would be really... <laughs> I'd be pretty skeptical right there. Guy walks up to you in a level one Subligar. Probably got something wrong. <laughs> so what happened when they got there? Um, you read that last went. week. Oh, did we? Really? Are you sure? Am I looking at the wrong email? I may be. That was last week. God? Was that you? <laughs> yes. Was that yes. God? <laughs> it's me. That sounds like a sick Fusion X. Okay. So I was totally reading the wrong email. I apologize. I guess it's just the email from Lazy Lindsay. Uh, no, no, no. We still have another one from him. I was just reading the wrong one. That's, oh. my, that's my bad. I went back too far. Okay, so I'll just I'll read this one then. It says hello, VVVB here with a couple of random questions, and we do appreciate your emails, VVVB. They're very important to us. Says, As I've been playing through Chains of Promethea, I got to wondering what the Final Fantasy world was like before any add-ons. Did the towers in Bodicene Glacier lead to Soja exist? Did Port Juno not have a fourth airship port before Rise of the Xylart? What else was drastically different than it is now? I've heard a lot about the old game mechanics before Fields of Valor and Level Sync, but not much more about differences in the world. Okay, so, the towers in Bodicene Glacier, they were totally there before. But they had, like, the little, you know, wrought iron gates on the thing, so you couldn't, like, go in there. And then, like, one day they just opened up. Um, now, do you, now, were you a beta tester? Is that how you know that? Or? No, I, I've just been playing this game ever since. Because <laughs> I've been playing since NA release, and I'm trying to remember some of this stuff. You don't remember the the gates on the doors there? I don't remember Iron Gates, no. But like I remember, I remember because when NA release came out, they had the airship already there. But you couldn't ride it unless you did the quest, right? Right, right. Ease each nation and blah, blah, blah. But Before Rise of the Xylart, I don't know. Because when I started the game, it was... Rise of the Xylart was the Xylart. Yeah. So you could, you know, you had to do that quest to get your keys. Ha! <laughs> oh, good time. Earth Digger's got a point. Most North American players don't know anything about the game before COP. It's true. Yeah, but the I know that before COP, the there were like the gates on those things. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember some of the old stuff like that. I remember that there wasn't a such thing as sushi in the game. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I also remember that, um, you know how um, after Rise of the Xylar came out, like with North American release, it was kind of like the North American players that started doing leveling in, in Chasm. Like in the in the jungles, yeah. You know what? I think that I think that they were in for a surprise when we started playing the game because it was like they had no idea what we would be doing. No, we started like, a lot of trends like that, like charging people to teleport them, and that's how that's how you get money. What? <laughs> that's or, not uh, what this was intended did you ever for. Have opening? Uh, do you ever have people opening casinos in Juno? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, if you roll this between ninety nine and. Two ninety nine. I will give you your money back times two, but if you don't roll that, I keep your money. Right, right. I remember that. Like I remember people making those games. That was like controversial stuff back then, man. 
I remember, I think the GP players probably hated that. I'm trying to think of things that were like pre-COP that were no, that were noteworthy. Uh, EXP parties in Sky? Yeah, EXP parties in Sky. That's That was like pre, yeah. That was more Adurgan, but... Yeah, more Adurgan. More yeah. Adurgan. Um, yeah. At the crags where the... Um, you know where the, the broken shards are? There were actually yeah. teleport shards there. Yep, yeah, I remember that too. You used to actually be able to walk up to any corner of it and you could actually get the key item that you needed mm-hmm. before they changed all that. There were nothing in the caves where the, um, you know, the the tornado things are, the torrent things, whatever those are, yeah. the vortexes. There were nothing. The vortexes to go to, like, uh, the COP pass, yeah. And there was nothing there. There was nothing there. Except um, the bats. Were, the bats were there. Bats. Yeah. You remember walking around? I remember walking around the crags for the first time, and you know how you get the, uh, like, the question mark on the ground? Mm-hmm. That's like a goblin or something like oh, that. Yeah, like yeah. Underneath. I remember... The first time that happened, I'm like, what the hell? The game's broken. There's something in the ground. Right. Um, I don't think that Earthdigger asked if they were shattered before, and I don't think they were shattered. What's that? The, Earth, the teleport crystals. I nope, think there was just no, they were four, floating. Identi- they four were identical floating crystals at each corner. Yep. Yeah. And when they added COP, they added the... Uh, they were just the- shattered on the ground. and we're, I was like, ah... Oh. What happened? What happened, <laughs> what happened man? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened here? I don't know. <laughs> um, what else is? Oh. I'm trying to think of other stuff. Pre-COP, I remember being really excited about COP coming out. I remember COP being like. Like, everybody that you talk to is just, yeah, like, really excited for it, and they couldn't wait to get started on the missions. And I remember starting the missions the day, like, I remember going to the store, buying the update. I got the little COP box. I remember mm-hmm. installing it. I remember starting the quests, and then I remember stopping, like, about an hour later after I realized how hard they were. Because those were hard quests. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, like thinking, how do you get to these new areas? And then, like, coming to realize what it took to do that, and I was like, oh man, this is hard. And like back, back then when it first started, like we didn't really know what the hell was going on. So those fights were so hard. Yeah, dude. Hey, what what jobs did they add with COP? Or did yeah, they add jobs? There with weren't COP? jobs with COP. It was just they added Jerk and Sam though with and Summoner with. Rise of Zyrolite, right? Well, Summoner was already in the game, but there weren't there weren't any avatars yet. You yeah. just had like the, the like, little Yeah, you had Carby and you had the thing. So you got Ninja, you got Samurai, you got Durg, and you got uh you got Summoner Summoner, yeah, just the three jobs they added with Rise of Zyrolite. Yeah. But those were there when NA releases out. And I remember when I first started Everybody was trying to make um, Dirk slash Sam, I think it was, for Pentathrust, because it was broken. You used to be able to get, like, I think it was like 50, 50, up to 50, I think, TP back from each hit. Or no. I think that's it, yeah. And so basically people would just spam Pentathrust and they'd continually be able to keep doing it. Then they fixed it and everybody that was Dirk was crying. 
anything else pre COP? I remember when I first started, like NA release, they used to have EXP parties in uh, Battalia Downs. Okay, so I guess Summoner was added to um, actually Rise, of Rise of the Xylar. I thought I thought that it, I thought it was just the job that was there already, but um, yeah, it was the job. You got oh yeah, and Ninja. <clears throat> Forgot Ninja. Ninja was added to because that was when Norg was added, right? So you get Ninja and Sam out of Norg, right? And no, I'm, dude, I'm pretty sure that Summoner, Summoner was added was in the, the the game to begin with, but there wasn't avatars. There was just Carby, and then like all of the all of the AF stuff came later because before Rise of the Xylart, the cap was fifty. Now, do you remember the actual when... job quest is in the regular area? I'm pro- yeah. almost positive. Yeah, but you know what? The the AF for all of those jobs, like Sam, Ninja, Summoner, that all that's all like Ifrit's Cauldron and stuff like that. Well, like again, you know, when Rise of the Xylart came out, or before Rise of the Xylart, the cap was fifty, so all AF was added at that at that point. Ah, uh, that's true. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but then then again, though, like because those jobs were added with, um, with that. Uh, expansion wouldn't, wouldn't it have made sense? That's why that some of the AP, AF pieces were in those zones and not in regular totally, zones. Yeah, totally. Because y- y- again, like Quicksand Caves. Been... I think I'm pretty sure Quicksand Caves. That was and, at uh, Rise of Zylar. That's yeah. all Rise of Zylar. Coraloka Tunnel. That's Rise of Zylar. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the Ninja Quest is, right? Well, you got to figure again as well. The you know the actual storyline quest for Ninja and Samurai and Dragoon were in like Norg, so. It yeah. makes sense to continue that those quests is there. So I'm still wondering till this day what that airship in Norg is for. You mean the uh, the ship ship? Yeah, the ship ship that's in there. Where does it I go? Think I think we're still going with that's the pirate ship that attacks you on the ship from Mahura to Sabina. But oh yeah, we can't prove that. No, we can't prove that. It should take us to the far east. In the new expansion. Okay. But never. <laughs> he has another question here. He goes on to say, As I approach the end of Chains of Promathia, it seems that a lot of the story from Rank 1 to 6 and Rise of the Xylard is wrapped up and or explained, which makes me wonder how much of the creative uh, was planned, I think the creative process was planned before the game's original release. I know that there are a few concept art books available, but do you know of any kind of quote-unquote making of Final Fantasy XI book or video or online collection, whether officially sanctioned be Square Enix or not? Thanks. P.S. I haven't followed any men without pants since the Besiege adventure. (laughs) As that should be a general rule, don't follow people without Without pants. pants. Especially when they're offering you candy. Um, now, I remember reading something, and I don't know. This this could have been d- decades ago. <laughs> what seems like decades ago, but um, 
I remember reading something or watching a video or something about um, the creative process. And I remember them talking about how... Um, oh my goodness, what was it now? I'm trying to think. Well, if you think of a lot of the world that exists, like just on the main part of the map... You can see how a lot of the, like the first two expansions anyways, kind of tie into what was already there. And really they, all they had to add was like a little portal here and there, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Like if you think, like I think of Coraloka Tunnel, you know, you walk through Zarun Mines and you get to that gate. Well, I bet you prior to Rise of Zyler, that guy just said you can't come in at all. And then of course they had the expansion. So yeah, okay, now you can walk through the gate, right? Yeah. Kind of like you said with the other zone with the, with the bars there. So, I mean, COP is not really far-stretching much. Ad Ergen's really the first one where they had to, like, create entirely new zones because it's pretty much right off the map. Where the heck was that that I was reading that? It seems... It almost... It, it was so... It had to be so long ago because, like, it seems like a dream that I had. But I remember vividly them talking about the making of Final Fantasy XI, how long it took them, the creative process, what kind of they were planning planning on with it. And I don't know if that was... I, w- I used to be a manager at GameStop, and we used to get like these promotional videos. And um, it, may, it may have been like one of those videos where they were just talking about Final Fantasy XI, or it could have been in a book that I read before Final Fantasy even came out. Um, yeah, they were trying to go for um, God. Why can't why can't I think of that game? What was the really popular MMO that came out back in like '97? Uh, EverQuest. Yes. Okay. So they were talking about EverQuest. Yeah. And they wanted to try to make a game that was kind of like EverQuest, but set in the Final Fantasy universe. And yeah. it took them a really long time to get all this stuff together. And there is there is like a there's like an art book out there, and I have I have that art book around here somewhere where they were talking about you know some of the stuff that they um, where's that book? I have it here somewhere. I, I swear to you. You're not thinking maybe like 14? No, I'm thinking of 11. There's a lot of the stuff that they like. I, I know I've heard a lot of the similar kind of stories about 14, like. Because there was the whole rapture storyline behind it in that too, right? Right. Um, but they do have a lot of... The, the book has like concept art, a lot of concept art, kind of the direction of the, the art direction. Um, it's really cool, and I can't even think of where that came from. Anybody in the chat that can help me out, I'd be grateful to figure out where that was. Where the heck that was. Vanadil Tribune, that's a good call, but I don't think that it was the Vanadil Tribune. Yeah, Vanadil, I mean, that's pretty much what they release once a year, right? Yeah, they used to do that a lot, the Vanadil yeah. Tribune. Used to come out. See, now I'm I remember just... used to get the message in the POL um, launcher. That I'm sure I almost want to say that it was a video that I was watching about that. Check it up on YouTube, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna do some research and, and get back to you on that. If we can find that, then we can you can sling it to them. Yeah. Just send them the attachment to it or something like that. Heck yeah! 
there's got to be something like that out there. There's no way a game like this has been out for so many years that they didn't do some kind of documentary on how it was made. Right, right. And I looked on, I just looked on YouTube, and I, there's not, there's nothing there. No, eh? and it wasn't in Japanese either. It was, it was in English. So I, uh... it was just like I remember them saying that it was like years and years in the making, and they were talking about the different challenges that they had in in pulling a game like this together. And I remember reading somewhere that the. Um, the amount, the amount of text in the original game, excluding Rise of the Xylart, just the core game, there was more. There were more words in the game than in the Bible. Wow. Just in you know, just NPC stuff and storyline stuff. Just this this is not something that, that I'm making up. Time. This is not something that I'm making up. I promise you, this was somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in Stake's mind. This exists, okay? Somewhere deep in my mind. The <laughs> making of Final Fantasy XI. You sure you weren't on, like, narcotics when you, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Because that's that's a fact that I just couldn't make up. More words than the Bible in the core game? That's not something that I could make up. <laughs> Somebody's oh. gonna go down the item list now and challenge you to that. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. If 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 you are listening to the show and you know what I'm talking about, or you have any clue what I'm talking about, please send, send me an attachment email. and an email. Yeah, send me an email so that I can kind of justify his um, my madness fictional, fictional storyline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, thanks for the email. It's great. Reminiscing about the old, the olden days, the old vanity yell. I remember when. Do you remember um, the first time you ever got on the boat to go to Van um, to go to Adergan? The boat to go to Adergan. Yes, I do. Actually, that was a <laughs> that was a busy night, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember picking the game up on Tuesday, bringing it home, and installing it and we were all getting ready for the content to go live and it was supposed to go live at like 10 o'clock but they were late to release it yeah there was a delay yeah and we were just kind of tooling around trying to figure out what we needed to do and then we finally figured out what we needed to do and i think i was on the third or fourth boat out to Aragon. i I left my i left a buddy of mine behind because i was like i'm gonna go (laughs) i need another skull well, what was it? It was like a... You had to do like this, all six... There were so many items, or you could trade them just to testimony. Or you could trade them just to testimony, or you could do like the key thing. Yeah. I remember I just did a testimony. Yeah, I just had, I had like a Red Mage testimony. I'm like, I'm never real. I'm, le- I'm never doing that with Red Mage. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I remember that boat was so packed. Oh, man. It was just like swamp with people. Like it was just lagged the that entire. That was one week. of the longest, most exciting nights that I've had in a long, long time. I mean, I I was still playing. I, I was still playing that game. Like it, it was kind of funny because I had I I used to work like seven to seven, so Tuesday I worked until seven p.m. And then I had to work this at seven o'clock a.m. the next morning. So I were I played the game 
until 6 a.m. when I had to go to work. I worked all day, came back, and then played some more. And I played all night that night. And I was still playing until, like, noon the next day when I finally realized, you know what? I should probably get some sleep. (laughs) Like, this this is bad. I, feel... I used to always go on Christmas binges. Yeah, it's the night before Christmas. I'd I'd stay online all night until everybody in my house woke up for gifts in the morning. Yes, Christmas dinners were always rough. <laughs> and then another exciting time was when uh, um, Wings of the Goddess came out. It was supposed to come out like the day before Thanksgiving, but it didn't. For the PC people, we are so pissed. Oh, do you remember that? I think I ended up getting mine on 360 just in spite of the whole thing. Yeah, oh man, we were so pissed. I was I, I remember was... the first time I did campaign, I was I was just in awe at how different it was because there was nothing else in the game that was like it at all. If you go back and listen to that PFA episode on that Thanksgiving that we recorded or the day before Thanksgiving that we recorded, you'll you'll see how pissed we were. We just were, epic rage maneuvers. Just, oh my gosh, it was so pit. We were so pissed. So pissed. That was probably back when uh, Chin was still here too. Yeah, that was back when I missed Chin. I missed Chin. There was actually a guy in my link shell. He used to play. He doesn't play anymore. I don't think. I think he plays fourteen now. But uh, he was originally on uh, Chin's server. Mm-hmm. And he was in her Skylink shell. Oh, okay. So he used to always listen to PFA and be like, I know her. <laughs> That's funny. I know that girl. <laughs> and he used to come in and uh, he'd say, in, like in Link shell, he'd be like, did you guys listen to the new PFA? We're like, no, we haven't had a chance to download it yet. And he'd be like, well, you need to because I know her. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. He was like our resident uh, sky expert at the time. This was like years ago, but he was like the sky expert, and he's like, I learned everything I know from Chin. <laughs> All right, the next email comes from Lady Lindsay. She says, Lindsay here with a new poem. This one is about my favorite PFA host, Steak. It's called Steak, God of Men Kings. And it goes something like this. His voice echoes through the cosmic palace of light and wire. It speaks truths about fantasies. His is the voice that guides the trumpet pumper. His taste for treats has led him to us from the refreshing elixir of the gamer's O to the glowing blue biscuit. He is the alpha dog snarling. End? End. Yeah. Right on. Right on. (laughs) Yeah, do the clicks. Awesome. Awesome. And that does it for emails, ladies and gentlemen. And there you That's have all she wrote, man. Another show. Send more emails. Yeah, we could use some more emails. That'd be good. And uh, don't forget that we have the uh, 
bragging rights in the forums for you instead of the uh, player achievements. Brag about all your great achievements. Yeah. In game. Do it. Maybe out of game too, if you've got something that's cool. Okay. Our email address is petfoodalpha at gamerescape.com. Our website is ffxi.gamerescape.com. And you can always join us at radio.gamerescape.com for all, all of our fun shows. Not just Pet Food Alpha, because there are other shows there, too. Notice the There's at least a handful now. Notice so you've these... got something for every day of the week. Yeah. Notice the schedule there that shows all of the, uh, the nifty little shows that we do there. They're all listed in central time for some strange reason. I think we're still working on that, but that's okay. That's okay. Are most of you Eastern time? Um, I'm definitely Eastern time. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why this is. I don't know why the schedule is like prejudiced to every other time except for Central. But whatever. Uh, let's see. What what shows do we got coming up here? Hmm. I wonder. Wait. Where well, there's usually at? refresh on Wednesdays, right? September. Today is the nineteenth. So the only thing we have scheduled is pet food alpha. <laughs> the only thing line. you have is pet food alpha. <laughs> but that's okay. That'll change. That'll change. That'll change as other shows become available. <laughs> Easterners. <laughs> Fusion. Uh, thank Why, you. Central? Right. Thank you all who joined us in FFO chat uh, to join us for our live show. I want to uh, personally thank uh, Bursty for joining me as my second here because I couldn't have done it without you. And I think he, I think you did a great job, sir. So yeah, thanks for throwing me under the bus. Yeah, uh, you uh, you did well under the bus. Yeah, the bus wasn't that bad actually. That's good. So I'm a coach. Good. I'm glad that uh, you had fun. And uh, thank you all for tuning in this week. And we will see you next week right here on Pet Food Alpha. Say goodnight, Bursty. Good night, guys.